Welcome to Love Notes from a Soul Coach, the podcast where we don't shy away from the difficult topics. We dive deep and explore what it means to genuinely, authentically heal. I'm your host, Mary, and if you're ready, let's jump into today's show. Hi, friends. Well, the podcast has been on a tiny, unexpected hiatus over the past two weeks because there is just so much happening behind the scenes right now, and it's been harder to juggle than I anticipated. Yes, it has. I think some of you know that I am not exactly an IT master, but I've been working with a really helpful freelance tech angel, and we've been building a new infrastructure together, a new website where I'm going to host the next version, the next vision of my work, which involves online courses that I'll be offering and also a library of guided meditations that I'm recording with corresponding music and Hertz vibrational frequencies to support optimal healing. It's going to be amazing. And I'm just super, super excited to share all of this with you. So I'll be giving more details soon as the project is finally ready to roll out into the world. But in the meantime, as I've been juggling all this stuff and getting organized to record this week's show, Tina Turner passed away. Oh, And I decided after reading one particular eulogy for her written by Will Stenberg that I would scrap my plans for today's show and just read it to you instead in case you haven't come into contact with it yet, because it is magnificent. It is a magnificent testament to Tina and to everything she demonstrated in her life, mainly what it means to squeeze every last drop out of the miracle of this incarnation, to turn poison into medicine, as she used to say, when talking about how she rose from the ashes of abuse of the career with her ex that she had to walk away from in order to save her own life, to cultivating a legacy as one of the biggest rock stars on planet Earth, who was not just successful in all the typical ways, but found out how to be genuinely joyful in her life, despite all of the valid reasons she had not to be. Just before Tina's passing, We lost another beautiful rock and roll soul. Andy Rourke, the bassist for the Smiths, died of pancreatic cancer. And Morrissey, the former lead singer of the Smiths, in case you don't know, wrote of Andy's death, Sometimes one of the most radical things you can do is to speak clearly. When someone dies, out come the usual blandishments, as if their death is there to be used. I'm not prepared to do this with Andy. I just hope wherever Andy has gone, that he's okay. He will never die as long as his music is heard. Will Stenberg's eulogy for Tina is the opposite of the usual blandishments. It's one of the most moving encapsulations of life that I've ever read, and this was not an easily encapsulatable life, to be sure. So... Please enjoy. Whatever Tina Turner may have meant to you, some of us have simply enjoyed her music over the years and others have credited her with saving their life. 
I think this writing will speak to you. When Tina Turner left her first husband, who was also her boss, captor, and brutal tormentor, she snuck out of their Dallas hotel room with a single thought in her mind. The way out is through the door. From there, she fled across the midnight freeway, semi-trucks careening past her, with 36 cents and a mobile gas card in her pocket. As soon as she decided to walk out that door, she owned nothing else. When she filed for divorce, she made an unusual request. She didn't want anything. Not the song rights, not the cars, not the houses, not the money. All she wanted was the stage name he gave her, Tina, and her married name, Turner. This was the name by which the world had come to know her and keeping it was her only chance to salvage her career. Things could have gone a lot of ways from there. She could have labored in obscurity for decades, maybe making records on small labels to be prized by vinyl connoisseurs in Portland. She could have stayed in Vegas, where she first went to get her chops back up, and worked as a nostalgia act. And of course, given what she had been through, she might have not made it. But what happened instead is that Tina Turner became the biggest global rock star of the 80s. I'm old enough to barely remember this, but if you aren't, it was like this. The Rolling Stones would headline a stadium one day, and the next day, it would be Tina Turner, a middle-aged black woman. She became a rock star at 42, sitting atop the 1980s, like it was her throne. She managed this because of whatever rare stuff she was made of. This is a woman whose label gave her two weeks to record her solo breakthrough, Private Dancer, which went five times platinum. Because she decided to speak publicly about her abusive marriage and forge her own identity, and in doing so give hope and courage to countless women, and also because, in perhaps an unlikely twist for a girl from Nutbush, Tennessee, she had her practice of Soka Gaike Nichiren Buddhism, to which she credited her survival. She remained devout until the end. Tina's second marriage, to her her only marriage, was to Erwin Bach, a German music executive 16 years her junior. Of him, she said, Erwin, who is a force of nature in his own right, has never been the least bit intimidated by my career, my talents, or my fame. In 2016, after a barrage of health problems, Tina's kidneys began to fail. A Swiss citizen by then, she had started preparing for assisted suicide when her husband stepped in. According to Tina, he said, he didn't want another woman or another life. He gave her one of his kidneys, buying her the remainder of her time on this earth, and perhaps closing a cycle 
which took her from a man who injected injury upon her to a man willing to inflict injury upon himself to save her from harm. Born into a sharecropping family as Anna Mae Bullock in 1939, she died Tina Turner in a palatial Swiss estate, the queen of rock and roll, a storm of a performer with a wildcat fierce voice, a dancer of visceral, spine-tingling potency and ability, a beauty for the ages, a survivor of terrible abuse, and an advocate for others in similar situations, an author and actress, a devout Buddhist, a wife and mother, a human being of rare talent and perseverance, who, through her transcendent brilliance, became a legend. Thanks for spending the time with me today. And if you heard something that resonated, please consider liking, subscribing, and sharing my podcast so it can reach other ears out there. You can find more of my offerings at marywelch.com or on Instagram at marywelchofficial. I look forward to connecting with you again real soon.